Verse of the day, 1 John 2, verse 16. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eye and pride and possession is not from the Father, but is from the world. Hey y'all, hey, we are back with another episode of JC and Cole. How's y'all week, man? Hey. <laughs> um, this this, you know what? This week has been very boring, a little bit disappointed in myself for some things, but tonight was a really good night. Um, it just reminded me of how important it is to have community. I was not intending on doing anything this Thursday, but one of my friends from church, well, not even just from church, but just a friend in life, she reached out and, you know, asked me to come to her for a church dinner that we were having that I didn't know about. And it was really beautiful. They had the church tables decorated so nice and they had the food and they had cupcakes and it was catered. And they were um, doing worship and we were also praying and it was just really beautiful how they broke it down. We were praying in themes. So it was three themes and we each had to pray about something different. And Mm -hmm. I love the fact that they included praying over the city, praying over, you know, the violence that's been going on in Tallahassee. It was just really praying about things that I guess we don't think to pray about on a daily because many of us don't pray over our cities. Mm-hmm. So that was cool to see that the pastor cared. And um, these two girls that I have seen around church, they sat with, with me and my friend and we just had the funniest conversation just talking. And it was so special y'all because the pastor of the church chose to sit with us. And I have never spoken to our pastor. You know, I don't have a big church, but I've just never really gotten around to speak to him. But when he sat down, you guys, we had the dopest conversation. He's just such a nice man. And it was, it was, I was relieved to find out that he wasn't like rude or he wasn't uppity. We were joking about like forces and (laughs) snack. We were just talking about so many things. So it just reminded me that it is so important to have a great community of people that you can like pray with and worship with but also laugh and talk with and talk about righteous things and still have a dope conversation facts 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 that's beautiful what about you junior uh my week's been pretty good just living the dream i can say honestly i'll tell you on that now this week has been my I guess my break, my spring break or whatever. My school doesn't really have spring break, but I've been on break. Went back home and it's been really beneficial. I feel so much more rejuvenated. I feel kind of prepared for life for real, for real. But it kind of brings me into the the topic for the day. Y'all, why I feel like these past few episodes been like a Samantha needs help like series one in the world <laughs> whatever anyways um <laughs> let me stop that um so the situation for me right now is i have i've been having an issue with i guess materialism 
I'm putting a lot more value in materialistic things than I should. Like, for example, I have a perfectly working phone. And because of this new iPhone coming out, I want the new iPhone. And financially, it doesn't make sense to have it, but I just want it. And I'm trying to find every way possible to make it work when... I'm sitting here also thinking like, okay, hey, if I get this new thing, I got to sell my old stuff, then I got to fix this up. I'm, I'm trying to do the most when I don't have to. Then on top of that, like another scenario is um, I have an iPad, a perfectly working, fine, really good iPad. But y'all know Apple came out with a new iPad that's bigger. It got, it got a lot of gigs. It, the shape is different. I am seeming over it for like for no reason. I want it. And I'm sitting here Googling, trying to look it up. Tell me how this sucker costs $1,200. No, ma'am. For a freaking iPad. No, ma'am. That's the devil. And I'm sitting here like, yo, like, I could just buy it. If anything, I could just put some installment plans on there. Or I could be bold and just, you know, buy it out, right? Like, I'm literally figuring out ways to make it make sense for this junk to be in my possession. And I had to sit back like, why? Like, you have perfectly working devices. Why are you fixated on buying something that you already own? Like, what's up? I, I've been fixated on vehicles. I want, like, you know, a different type of car, even though I have my dream car in my possession. Like, I'm just fixated on the wrong things. And I'm just like, what's up with me? Like, when did materialistic things become such a stronghold right now? Like, why Why is it that I'm falling, falling short and I when I go on social media, I see it's not just me, but it seems like it's a worldwide uh, epidemic of falling short towards materialistic things. And I just wanted to have a discussion on it. Maybe we can give myself and other people some clarity on how to move accordingly and how not to let these things of this world really dictate who we are and what, what we should have in our hearts. Well, <clears throat> I wanted to say, um, when we talk about materialism, it starts off with, you know, the outward look of, of, of oneself or what that person may have. Mm-hmm. So it's all about, you know, and you only care about your outward because someone else is going to see it. Mm. So if you're doing all these things for, if you want, you know, if you're if you're doing everything to keep up with the Joneses because you want everybody to watch your keeping up with the Joneses episode, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's that's one of the main things that's linked to materialism. Um, I was talking to one of my good friends um, earlier today, and we was talking about how you know people break their back for those who know, like a, for a Mercedes C class, which is like the lowest tier Mercedes Benz you can get, and it's like you're paying. Like, if people understood, like, what this person is doing, like, Mercedes, when you get big cars, when you get expensive cars, they're expensive to fix. Mm-hmm. And when you get these cars, you're pay- you're going to be paying the same money that someone that paid, the same money you pay for that $30,000 car, $50,000 car, the same way that someone's going to pay. Uh, that Bob Benz that costs two hundred k they're going to pay the same amount, about the same money. To fix it, so it's like you're paying. You're it's like you're 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 living in this optical illusion and making it seem like, oh yeah, I have this car, I have this car. But it's like, bro, you can't you can't even afford to have this car. Oil changes are hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 
Like you, you have to be able to afford this stuff. And you need to be able to go and just do it without having the intentions of, oh, let me show the world that I have it. But to bring back to the focus, is like people are getting the lowest tier things. And to those that are so focused on materialism, so focused on the brand, so focused on the, the logo and stuff like that, they just think that person is the man and they want to feed into that. So the person, once that person feels like they're the man, they got to find something else to make them a man. You know, if them buying a chain wasn't enough, they need to buy the, the watch. If the watch wasn't enough, they need to buy a ring. If the ring wasn't enough, they need to buy two rings. Like, it's, it doesn't end. It's like a drug. It's like, it gives, it's like gives you a dose of dopamine every once in a while, every time you get that, you know, reassurance from other people that you honestly don't know. And it goes back to what Junior was saying, what, like, you both were saying. I think it's very prideful. Like, yeah. having materialistic things, having that luxury it boosts your ego. It makes you feel better about yourself to have those items. Because when most people, you know, like you were saying, Sam, when you go on social media and you see a lot of people that have things, they're flashing all of their luxury items. Like I look at, I honestly, you guys on Valentine's Day, I stay off social media. And it's not because I'm single. It's not because I'm lonely and I'm sad. It's really because I feel like it's a competition of how much my partner loves me. Yeah. It's like, well, she got a car. Well, she got a diamond bracelet. Well, she got a bag. Well, she got a pair of shoes. And it's just like, or her man, you know, decked out the entire hotel room and gave her flowers and all these gifts. And I'm just like, when you're having an intimate moment with your partner, I don't know about y'all, but I don't think to take out my phone and record. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird and maybe I'm I'm the weird one I'm not like I am you're normal you like mem- you like, mem- you like you like your own memories I like brain. my own memories and even if I were to record or to take a picture of it, it would be for me for my memories but it's a competition and for a lot of people it's almost like look at me look at me look what I have look at what I have that you don't have because when we look at people who have money a lot of people they flex they put it on the ground. They got to show it off. And it's like, what is it about having this gold chain? Or what is it about having this car, this outfit, these logos? What is it that makes you feel good? Like, so superior. Like, I know you know, you can always tell people who are new money. Because new money are the people that are like, look at what I have. I'm, I finally made it. I'm finally something. I'm finally something because I can afford Louis Vuitton. I'm finally something because I can afford a $4,000 bag. I finally made it. And it's almost like saying you weren't worthy when you had the Walmart clothes or when you were going, getting the the, the TJ Maxx bags. It's kind of like, no, I made it because I now have a $7,000 um piece of jewelry i have all these things and you don't have it and it's like i feel good look at me i'm worthy of something and i feel really sad for people that feel worthy because they got themselves a luxury item or because their partner got them a luxury item Uh right before you talk to him sorry uh i also want to just throw this disclaimer out we ain't qualified to tell you what you want to do with your money. You do what yeah, you want to do with exactly. your money. We're just talking about if you got $100 in the bank and you want to lose the Tom Perry. Like, 
today was the first time I actually wanted to leave a ton website and see how much these baths cost. I don't understand <laughs> why, why y'all pay for this stuff. <laughs> I don't understand why would you pay so much for something like this. But it's whatever. But it's just like me seeing that, I'm just like, bro, you have $100 in your account and you about to do everything you can to make the money up just to have this bag just for someone to say, hey, you're yeah. cool because you have this bag. Yeah, Like that's... Is, because no one cared that you didn't have it in the first place. I mean, let's, you be, let yourself... let's be real, though. What? People do care that you don't yeah. have it. It's just the fact of why do you care that people care? I think that's like the the biggest issue. It's just like... Um... So, do you, so you think that people are like sitting around like, hmm, I wonder if Sam has a Louis bag. Yeah. It is not, it's it's not being big headed or anything. It's just the fact of it sadly, it's the sometimes that ends up being the way of life, especially depending on type of the friend type of friendships or relationships you've created. Some people look at you like I have a friend who always wears designer. Everything she puts on is designer. And every every time people see her, they have an expectation of her to have designer. Now if she chooses not to wear designer, people are looking at her in confusion and judging. They're going to ask all oh, day. She must have lost her money. Oh, is this X, Y, and Z? Like, people are worried. She's not worried about nobody. She puts on her designer because she has the funds for it. But other people are looking at her in amazement. And it's just the same way, vice versa. If you're a normal person and you got all these other friends around you that wear designer and you're the one who doesn't have designer, I don't think your friends are saying anything, but the people that see you around are probably like, oh, that girl don't got no designer on. Look at her friends who got designer on. Look at, look at the people she around. Oh, she, she too low class to be hanging out with them. People, people literally judge you off of what you wear, especially from like me being in Atlanta now. If you don't look a certain way or have certain things on you, people are judging. If you don't have the new Balenciagas, if you don't have the new uh, Air Jordans, people are looking at you up and down like, "Oh, you broke." Uh, I bet you. I bet you live in a regular little condo. I know you. I know you don't got no money. Like people look at you and, and choose to judge you off of what you have. I think. I think the thing is, is like, why do we care that people care? Like. Why are we putting value on materialistic things the same way others are putting value? Like, why isn't us as Christians, our value is on what we have in our hearts and the relationship we have with our family and friends and God. Why is it on, I want to make sure I look good enough so that the Jones think I look good enough. I don't want to be questioned by the Jones. I, I want the Jones to know that I am making good money and I, I do have a decent home and I did buy this on my own. You know how many times I see Christian people and, and this is the sad part. So many people will go on social media and start parading the things that they bought themselves and it'll be on the last line. If anything, they'll add, well, God helped me with this. God bless me with this. But, oh, at the beginning, I worked hard and I did this with hard work and patience and I bought this and I got this house because of this. Oh, look, it, we're blessed and we got this and da-da-da. But where, where is all the praise to God? You're, I, I know for a fact those people are not putting it on social media to be like, hey, listen, I want to let y'all know, like, God bless me with this. A lot of times that's not the case. You have those true 
you know, true heart-filled people that want to show people a real testimony. But a lot of times on, on social media and we've, where I think we're going to talk about it soon, but we've noticed and seen how a lot of people go on social media talking about these things. Some of these people are Christians and they're coming on social media and not portraying their, their lifestyle in a, I want to show a testimony is, hey, look at me. I'm blessed. What about you? Look what I just bought. Look, look what I did. And you know what? I, I, after I did all the hard, all the hard work and I did it myself. Uh, yeah. God bless me. It's like, no, why didn't the praise come from God first and be like, you know what? He blessed me enough to allow this to happen. That's not the case with a lot of people. People love to be, you know, praised off of their outside looking. Like if it's not the car, it's what they put on. It's the house that they live in. Like that's just how this society, this generation runs. I had this post that I, um, that I sent to Junior earlier in the day and, um, it was posted by, shockingly, it was posted by Safari. Uh, <laughs> I yes. saw that. You saw that? Too? I was just thinking about that. I did not want to mention it because people be making fun of him. Oh. I didn't want to say it. See, okay. So he posts um, this post, on, and I guess the Shade Room saw it. It says, social media got 22-year-olds wanting to off themselves because they don't make six figures and drive a seven series. Junk is terrible. Got women thinking if you can't afford a Chanel bag, you're doing bad in life and offering them nothing. Got dudes thinking a good nine to five is slavery. Nobody likes their body. Nobody likes their home. Just a mass group of people wanting what others have or pretend to have. Safari wrote, I love my childhood. Y'all new kids and y'all teens and 20s got a lot of pressure on y'all for junk that ain't real. And that right there is literally the epitome of what we're surrounded by, what our social media life is surrounded by. People that don't have nothing that show they got something. People that do have something and want people that don't have it to feel some type of way. Like influencers are literally being paid to make people want to look like them. Mm -hmm. Women don't want to look like themselves anymore. They want to look like an Instagram influencer. Why? Because that's what society is showing. Hey, if you don't have this body, you are, you are not attractive. If you don't have those clothes, you are not worthy. If you don't have a man buying you a Birkin, that means that man don't love you. Things are based on what, what materialism you're shown. If, you, if we go on your social media and all we see is a Target bag, oh, girl, you broke. Why, why is it that we've gotten to a point where we actually even care that they think we're broke because we got a Target bag? Like, why we can't have the same mentality as these real rich people or these people that are full of, of real life where it's like, okay, and you feel like I got a target back, so what? I think it's also the, I think it's the perception that's attached to those items. Because mm. when you see people that do have those items, most people assume that their life is glamorous, that they live in a certain reality that you want to get to. And people don't, they don't put realistic expectations on mm -hmm. a lot of these people that have these items that show that they can afford these items. Not everyone that has luxury items live in a palace. Not everyone lives in a mansion. A lot of people really save to buy this or they only have but so many, but it looks good to have it. And it's a, it's a staple piece. It's saying that I made it. You know, like when people say, oh, when you get a Rolex, you've made it. 
when you get your dream car or when you get this certain bag, you've made it because it's so expensive that if you're able to afford it, it must mean that you have money in a bank. It must mean that you live a pretty nice life if you can have this. And people want to live a nice life. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to live a nice, comfortable life. But when you place it in front of God, I think that's when the problem comes. If you're telling yourself that instead of paying your rent or if you're, if you're chasing wealth instead of chasing God, that is a problem. Because the Bible clearly says that you cannot serve two masters. Uh-huh. The Bible clearly says that you can be rich and wealthy in items and money, but you can be poor in the spirit. So for a lot of people, okay, verse queen. chase, huh? Okay, verse queen. You know, I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, you know, you know, Re- Revelation chapter three, you know, verse 16, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, God clearly says that yes, you have these nice items, but you haven't taken the time to get to know me. And what people forget is that when you spend so much time chasing money, you can forego your spirit because many people that have the most money, and I'm not talking about these little Instagram folks. I'm not talking about people that got got two, three Chanel bags. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who you see who have accumulated a lot of wealth these are people that have had to do things that they probably won't tell you. They won't tell you what they have, what they've done in the seminars. They won't give you the real. Nobody's going to really give you the real that's accumulated that much wealth that has spent their lives trying to make that kind of money. They will just tell you the business side, the investment side, how they started. But a lot of people, you think Oprah is really going to tell you how she got all of her billions? No, she is not. Because she's probably has had to do things that she's not proud of. You can't accumulate mm, that much real. money by keeping your morals 100% mm. intact. At some point, you're going to have to fire someone that you know had, had three kids at home. You're going to have to do things that you're like, dang, I wish I didn't have to do that. But I did. So when that's why God is saying, don't, don't chase money. Don't chase wealth. Because you end up being so caught up in it that you lose yourself. There are so many people that do things just for money. There are people who have completely um, embarrassed themselves. People who have done so many things to get followers that will eventually lead to wealth and leaves me being able to pay uh, to, to get a nice house. You, you see it all the times and we laugh at those people and we make fun of those people, but for them, they're fine doing that because it's going to bring me what I want. I'm not thinking about God. I'm not thinking about my morals. I'm not thinking about if my parents are looking at this, like, what are you doing? And for some people, parents, they're happy because we finna get a nice house. I just paid off my mama house. She's so happy. When when bad baby paid off her mom's house, her mom was crying and so and so happy. And I'm not judging this girl because she she's a young girl and she's had a, a you know a difficult life. All I'm saying is that. The way she got that money was not in the most productive way. It was not in the most positive way. That's all I'm saying. But a lot of people have got that money. You just saw hers. But a lot of people that got that kind of money have done things that are not positive either. But because they send kids in Africa to school or because they give to charity, that it's like, oh, you know, that 
they're such a good person. You don't know what they've had to do to make that kind of money. Like I love what a lot of people have been able to build for themselves. I'm not naive enough to believe that you built that by being a good person all the time. You've done some shisty things to become a billionaire and become a multimillionaire like that. Oh, baby, you've done, you've done some shisty things. And that's just the reality of it. But a lot of people don't see it that way. It's just kind of like, I have these things, but don't chase that. Because you will lose yourself and you will lose your spirit. And God, he ultimately knows all. So you might have it now, but you won't have it later. Now that's real. There's a, a story that I read in the Bible in Acts of the Apostle 8 verse. Well, I'm only going to read three of them. Uh, it's 8 verse 16. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon their believers and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given, when the apostles laid their hands on, on people, he offered them money to buy this power. Let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. But, P- but Peter replied, may your money be destroyed with you for thinking God's gift can be bought. You can have no part in this for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive you of your evil thoughts for I can see that you are full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. And um, that, that to me, that was one of the reasons as to reading this is one of the reasons as to why I felt like this conversation needed to be talked about, not only for myself and my spirit, but for a lot of things that I see. In this verse, you see someone who wants to be praised, like he's bitter and jealous at the fact that certain people have powers that he can hold within, within himself and he feels as though he deserves it and he wants to pay for it. And the reason he wants it is not off of benefit of other people, but benefit off of him being praised and him being shown that, hey, I have this power to do this and I can do X, Y, and Z. And it's, it sucks at the fact that when, when I start thinking about it, I'm just like, wow, Samantha, you, certain things that you want in this life, what is your, what is your reasoning behind it? Is it because of you wanting to benefit your actual life and it's, and it's necessary? Or is it, are you looking for other people to look up at you? Are you looking for you to use that iPad and for people to be like, oh my God, Samantha, where's that iPad from? That looks so nice. Which one is that? How much did you pay for it? So I could feel prided in that moment. Why do I want a different type of vehicle when I have my dream vehicle? Is it because I can sit here and post on social media to say, oh, Look at me, I have this and da 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 da. I had to be real with myself. My fruits are not right right now. Regardless of regardless of what I may pretend to want, the reason me wanting these certain things have nothing to do with our father. And I'm peeping game that a lot of people are doing the same exact thing. I mean, one thing I appreciate is the fact that we're not lost. In the, in the Bible, it even stated, verse 22, repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. But you need to be aware of your wickedness. You need to be yeah. aware that your thoughts are wicked. And Until that point, you're a lost cause. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, too, has to do with, I think it's called pro- prosperity Christianity. 
the idea that, you know, a lot of pastors, a lot of people in general preach the idea that God will bless you through your finances, that God will bless you through your items. But in Mark 10, Jesus clearly says, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone rich into the kingdom of heaven. So it's kind of like, yeah. then why do people assume that God is always going to bless you with riches? But it's this thing where it's like, if you bless God, if you pray enough, if you believe enough, God will bless you with this item. And that's mm-hmm. not the case. That's not true. A lot of people have a problem with realizing that God might really want to bless you with a life that's basic to others, but righteous to him. A lot of people are so afraid of being basic. And I just had this conversation Mm -hmm. with one of my other um, best friends that so many people are afraid of being basic. Like there's this, there was this, um, a, a really super short story, but it taught me a lot. Now that I look back on it, when I first started FSU, I met this girl working in the HR department um, where, where I was also working. And she was so happy. She was so bubbly. She was into God. She, her father was a pastor. Um, her whole family was, you know, really um, Christians. And they, you know, she always just spoke about the Lord in such a positive way. And I remember we were talking about what I wanted to to do with, with my life or whatever. And I was saying that I really wanted to, you know, move. And she was like, I'm just happy being in Tallahassee. And I'm just so happy. Like I can imagine moving away from home and all this stuff. Like my father, our church, our community. And I was just like, you don't want to leave. Like you want to stay here in Tallahassee? Like what? And she was like, I'm so happy here. And she had a whole master's working in the FSU HR department. And I was just like thinking to myself, why would you want to like stay here? Like, why wouldn't you want to leave? But now mm-hmm. looking back on, I grew up and I realized that her life, someone like me at that time looking at her life saw it as basic. But this girl mm-hmm. was happy. She loved the, the she loved the Lord. She loved her boyfriend. She loved her family, her father. Her family would get together every weekend and have these great, amazing cookouts and she would just always be so excited every Monday to talk about what her family did and but to her that was so fulfilling but to someone else it's like girl you don't want to move up you don't want God to bless you with a director job you need to be, be trying to reach this place and she's just like I'm happy though yeah like God has blessed me with family God has blessed me with love. God has blessed me with the fact that I can pay my bills. No, I can't afford to go out and buy a Mercedes. No, I can't afford the Gucci in a Chanel. But guess what? Every Saturday, I get to eat with my mom. Every every Sunday, I get to sit in a pew and watch my daddy preach and speak the word of the Lord. That That was worth much more to her than Balenciaga shoes, than Gucci, than any of that stuff. And now I look back on her and I feel like she, I had the game messed up. I had life messed up because this girl Uh was so happy and God had blessed her with a loving family. God had blessed her and she was healthy and she was beautiful and she she was in complete joy. Every time I saw her, she was in joy. And it's just like so many people are chasing this wealth and they're killing themselves to be happy. And this girl has what some people would call so little. 
but she is the happiest that she's probably ever been in her life. You know what I'm saying? That's beautiful. That was beautiful. That's that's what God gives you. But so many people look at her and think that if you pray hard enough, that you will get more. But it's like, what is what is more? It's it's more having more money. It's more her having more items in her closet. Like, what is more? Because for her, more is seeing my family. That's uh-huh. a blessing. And so many people don't have that. That is a blessing seeing that people take for granted all the time but people think that you got to have more and what if God is telling you that's all I want for you what if God is telling her her purpose is to help kids get through get through FSU within the HR department what if that is her purpose and not to be a director and not to make a hundred thousand dollars a year what if that's her purpose to spend every Saturday with her family at the family cookouts and help her nieces become great women. What if that is her purpose? What is the problem with that? Why does she need more? And it's the fact of it's, it's not only, cause I've been in your position before too, looking on the outside. Like when people would tell me they wanted to stay at home, I would, I would be so confused like, bro, it's boring here. Like you, you should want more in life. But it's the same thing. I, I came to a realization, I wasn't happy. So because I wasn't happy, I'm looking at other people like you can't be happy here either, but they were content and they were joyous. And the, I think the hardest part is, is not only other people looking at them, but the hardest part when you at in yourself, you're not content with just being basic. Like what would be the problem if I was in her position and all I could do was live at home and, you know, take care of my family and work at a school why would that not be enough for me? Why is that? Why is it that I want to strive to be the director? Why don't I feel fulfilled in the position I'm in now? And I think that's another big issue because it's like, it's, you know, it is what it is. If we look on the outside looking in, we judge other people, but when it's internal judgment and internal questioning, it's now a hard part because when are you ever going to be okay with your now? When are you going to get to a point where whatever you have going on now is, is okay. Like for me right now, I guess the, I guess to, to sum it up, the reason I've been feeling that way is because to a certain extent, I'm not hundred percent content with where I'm at. Um, the age I'm at, you, I guess there's a assumption or an idea of where you should be. You shouldn't be in school. You, you should already have your home. You should already have kids. You should already be married you know, things of that nature. I don't have that. And so because I've been instilled with that and judgment is always being passed upon me because of that, I'm not, a, I'm not content with where I am. So I look, in, I, I look in a position where I'm just like, well, I want to have that. If I'm going to take so long to get this, I need to be at the top. If I took so long to get here, then I need to be the best doctor out there. If I took so long to get here, I need to have the biggest family. And when I graduate, I have to have the biggest house and the nicest car and la da 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 da. It's like, why am I striving for that when that not, might not be my purpose? Like, what's up? Why are you not content with life? What are you looking for? I think people need to understand blessings aren't about the riches, about what can you take with you your entire life? You can't take a bike. You can't take a bus with you. I mean, a bus, a bike. 
you can't take a car with you everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You can't take the clothes on your back. One day you're gonna you're gonna be too small for them or you're gonna be too big for them. Like you can't your car mortar is gonna go out. Yeah. Like whatever the new iPad is going to be obsolete in three years. You know what I'm saying? Or the new phone is gonna be they drop a new one every year on purpose. For you to go rush and get the new one so you can spend another one thousand dollars on them again. And this is all because of your materialistic and feeding of your flesh, letting yourself know, oh, I have the new phones on bed and everybody that got a new phone. Or just because you're just a materialistic person in general and just want that new phone. And what's rich to God, most importantly, is, you know, the fruits of the spirit and gaining those fruits are, is what will ultimately please him. When you're, when you're walking with him, it's not, you know, God doesn't just go around making miracles happening. I, well, I'm not going to say he doesn't make miracles happen. Of course, he's a miracle worker. But it's more so we've changed him into from a miracle worker to Santa Claus. So we, you know, one thing I don't agree with is how people go to church now. And they go to church to reaffirm their materialism. So if the pastor is telling, telling you guys that are at this church, yo, you can do this. You can. God's gonna bless your business. God's gonna. You're gonna. We're gonna. You're gonna get the the new your new house, and you're gonna uh, write that book infamously. Like, bro, it's, it's it's you're going there to reaffirm your materialism. So you're reaffirming your flesh. You're not even going there to, to feed your soul. You're feeding your flesh. You feed your flesh Monday through Saturday, and then you go to church to feed it again. So it's like. We're in a we're in a tough position when it comes to materialism in in, in this generation. And it's just like also reminds me to not to not look at what other people have as well. Um, I think we all like without mentioning names. I think we all learned a lesson this week, which we continue to learn this lesson, or some of us don't learn this lesson, but. You know, a famous couple recently went through a breakup and it was all over social media and things have come out. And a lot of people once regarded their relationship as like couple goals because of the things that they posted and the fact that they both always looked really nice and got each other these expensive lavish gifts. But then it was like people were realizing like, wow, you know, the glitz and the glamour, it wasn't really all that glamorous. And of course you wish both of these people the best. And I saw a lot of people that were just talking about like, oh, you know, it wasn't what it appeared to be. But I was just like, well, why do you think that it was? Like, even with seeing this couple, like, yeah, they had nice things and they were successful, but it was just like, but we don't, you don't know them. Like you have no idea what they're They're going going through. Like you don't know people like, Having a nice car doesn't mean that your partner d- doesn't cheat on you. Having a nice, like having nice things doesn't mean that you don't go home to an unhappy household. Like what does that have to do with like people being compatible, people being honest and faithful? I just don't understand. It's like, cause it's, it's a name for, it, but it's slipping my mind right now where people who are, first of all, there's pretty privilege, but there's also a, another privilege where people who have more money and who appear to look 
better in a certain like that they wear nicer things they're giving the benefit of the doubt a lot of the time so you would look at somebody who has on nice clothing and you would think that they're good people like you would think that she has a nice car she must be a nice person it's and it's weird to associate the two but a lot of people associate like wealth and like having nice things with oh they're a good person so like they would never steal or they will they will they have a great life but then when you see people that don't, it's more people kind of look at them sideways like, hmm, I don't, I don't know about them. But it's like the only difference is that this person is wearing an outfit that's five grand and this person is wearing an outfit that's, that's, that's $50. There's no difference in the two when, like, when you look at them. Now, when you get to know them, there's differences. So with that, so many people were acting like this was just so crazy that they broke up and all this stuff. And I was just like, well, when did money mean that people were happy? Like all this stuff and showing off the nice things. It's just, it's a cover-up. It's like when people who commit crimes, but on a on the outside world, they have a wife or a husband and two kids and a dog. But behind closed doors, they're scammers. Like most people that most folks that commit white collar crimes are married people, are folks who are in, in the church. Like most people, they look, they're great, but on the inside, their household or their legal matter is a complete shambles. But because on the outside is glittering and it's gold, it's like, oh no, like they got to be doing good. <laughs> what? Hmm. I mean, I I understand some people do think that way with the whole like, if you got money, you you probably a good person. I never thought that way because, shoot, a lot of people with good stuff probably stole to have it. And let's just be real. Some of the nicest people are the brokest people. Um, so it's, you know, that that's a jaded thought process, but I think it just depends on what you're raised around. So you kind of get the gist of it. But um, one thing that I kind of got from all of this is, Sadly, we were in an environment where a lot of people are just not okay with where they are financially and mentally. It comes down to, let's be real. A lot of these churches, uh, a lot of these motivational churches are literally, um, a lot of these motivational churches are literally making money off of people's financial issues. And it's not to say these people are broke or anything like that, but it's just the fact that um, people are looking for answers as to how to become financially better or to find a relationship that works. And it's like, if people weren't looking for those two things, in my opinion, a lot of these churches would not be making any money. A lot of people wouldn't even be going to church because if they financially didn't need anything, and if they had, you know, people or a person in their corner that supported them uh, the way they feel like they, quote unquote, want to or need to be supported, they wouldn't be going to church. People go to church and get on their knees praying for some financial benefit, some financial way. It's like, wow, like no one's no one's praying for their spirit to get better. We're not doing that. We're not praying for our spirit to get better. We're praying for you know, the, this job to, to show up for us, that money to show up for, for that loan to go through. 
it's like, wow, like, why can't we just be content and, and remember what God told us in the Bible? Worry about today's problems because tomorrow will have its own issues. We're already focused on the, the, the next bill and the next situation and, and the next relationship. It's, it's a sad ongoing process, but I think the thing is, is that we all just need to get to the root of the issue. Materialism is not going to answer any insecurities, any, you know, loneliness we may have. Like, it's, it's not going to work for us. It's not going to happen. We need to get to a point where we get to the real reason as to why we're moving the way we are. And if it's a malicious intent, we need to repent, ask God for forgiveness, and find certain tactics to let that fruit not be a part of our dwelling anymore just got to be aware and now that I became aware of my issues and you know my problems and and the way that I have a stronghold that's something that I have to work on a hundred percent and now seeing that a lot of other people have this issue also is something that I'm a, I'm appreciative at the fact that we talked about it and getting to a point of just understanding and truly moving forward being in a better relationship with God where those things don't make us happy or move us. Mm. Agreed, agreed, agreed. I agree, you know. I mean, all, all we can do is like, because it's never going to stop because it's, I mean, in all, in all honesty, like materialism has been around forever. Like, and it's not going to change. You know, social media has just showing the light on it and now more people are looking for validation through that and you can clearly see what people have but you know it wasn't like you know rappers and actresses and all that and regular people weren't posted up with a nice thing they were just doing it in magazines and newspapers now it's on instagram but i do think that it's really important for people to realize that you have to learn to love yourself and to find that self-validation. I don't know how to tell you to do that. Um, it took me a while to get to that place. And there are still some moments where I'm like, dang, you know, I wish I had certain things, especially like Sam said, being at my age and seeing some people who I know have certain things, it does make you think. But one thing for me is that I took a step back away from social media and I continue to do that since I think it's probably been close to two two years now. Yeah, two years now, I've implemented my own strategies where I'm not on social media. Like now I've made the decision to not be on there Monday through Thursday. So I delete it or I just don't go on there. And on the weekends, I'm like, okay, well, I can go on there now because I, you know, I'm good, but I'm not on there every single day. I can't be like, to me, that's just, no, that that's a no. But it's just, having to find yourself like having to figure out that God has you in the perfect place for a reason and I was listening to a sermon and he said that it's not about the speed it's about the stamina that it's not about how long it takes you to get there or if you ever get there it's about the stamina like you can't allow yourself to feel like because you're at this age where you don't have X, Y, and Z, then you're a bum or God doesn't see you. God's not blessing you. You have to look at other things and know that God might be blessing you in different ways. But there are people who have money, but maybe their family life isn't 
positive, isn't healthy, and yours is, you can call your mom, you can talk to her, you can laugh with her. Some people can't do that. Some people can't call their moms because they just don't want to call their mom. Like, she ain't even dead. I just don't want to call her. (laughs) So it's just like, Mm. and you have that. So people have to remember that. But I know it's hard. I know it's hard when you see people who they they look good. It seems like they have the life that you would like to have. They have nice stuff. And you look at your life and you might not have that. But you got to think about what you do have. And even though right now I don't have my own apartment or my own house, I don't have my dream car, you know, Jeep, Jeep Wrangler, hello. I don't have, um, you know, tons of money in my bank account or the nicest things right now but what I do have is I have a mom who loves me to death I have a dad who loves me I have a family who really wants to see me graduate they want to support me even though it's annoying I got that and I'm blessed and I'm thankful to have them I have an amazing church family I have great friends like I'm getting my master's like there are things that I have that completely make up for not having a nice car like you know because you can I can get a nice car I can get that easy I can scam and get that like that's not a problem but the problem with which I will not scam y'all but what I cannot get I can't get a loving family back if I if, if I miss that people cannot get that but I have that you know what I'm saying so just think about things, things like that too but I always think about what you don't have because it makes God feel like, well, you're not even grateful for what I've given you. So why would I give you more? So just so you can want more. All right, you guys. So that is the end of our episode. Um, you can always follow us. Remember on our Instagram at JC and Co Podcast. Also on Twitter at JC and Co Podcast. Also follow my personal Instagram at Kenethia two underscores. Mine is by Sam DC. And mine is at GFSB on the school lifestyle. All right. Who wants to pray us out? I'll go ahead and pray us out. Hey. <laughs> Lord, thank you for this day. Have everyone that seeks to get better. Father God, thank you for this opportunity to have this discussion. Father God, please help your people. Help us be on better relationships with you, Father God. Let us not fall short to fleshly temptations and fleshly sin, but Let us look at the right fruits, the good fruits. Prepare us for this life that we have and let us not fall short. Thank you for this opportunity and let this word penetrate a lot of people's hearts and let changes be made. Repentances be given to you, Father God. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Peace. See you.